It is the Everything is Marketing podcast for Wednesday. No big fun introduction, although tomorrow is going to be National Cat Day, and I'm very excited to know that Uber is going to deliver cats to people, which is exciting, even if you're not a cat person. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulcran. Tomorrow, I will be out at Herman Miller delivering the social jujitsu keynote. Um, and I'm very, very excited to do that. That's a, a great space. If you've been out to Holland, Michigan, you know what that building looks like. So excited to get there and do that thing. And I know I'm going to be presenting with the crew from Mighty in the, Mid, uh, the Midwest, who does some really cool web dev. So you can check them out at Mighty in the Midwest. And I think they're on Twitter as Hello Mighty, but don't quote me on that. Uh, you'll have to Google that or GTS, if you will. We'll keep it clean, though. Um, so, yeah, that's going on. I'm excited to do that. And today, what I wanted to talk about is a question I got yesterday in yesterday's keynote uh, that I wanted to unpack a little bit. And it's this idea of content creation, because content is the, is the word that people talk about. It can be sponsored. It can be uh, native. It can be organic. It can be paid. It can be earned. It can be owned. It can be shared. But content is the game right now. Lots of people talking about content. And I think one of the biggest things that brands mess up is the direction in which the content is going. And by that, I mean, um, we all have people that uh, talk around us about what they think the content should be. And one of the things that I think needs to be understood is at every turn, the content needs to be for the customer. It needs to be for the customer, not for us. We're already here. It needs to be about the customer for the customer. It, Seth Godin had a great uh, blog post today talking about guerrilla marketing. And there was a quote in there that I thought was particularly poignant where he said, one of the things that people mess up about guerrilla marketing, which is not too dissimilar from content marketing, if you think about it, and guerrilla marketing has been around for 20 years. We've just morphed it into this different name. Uh, the idea is that guerrilla marketing is all about giving. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk would call it the jab. But what most people don't understand is the idea of guerrilla marketing is that we're no longer marketing at people or to people. You are marketing with people and for people. So with your customer and for your customer. And so that content needs to reflect that. And it's one of the interesting things that I learned when I was uh, doing radio. Because one of the things that I thought was interesting when I first started radio is I was looking around and I was seeing a lot of these guys running radio stations that were trying to market to females. And I always thought, I wonder how these guys... How do they do that? Because at the point, I was not in a position to do programming. I was very early in my career doing really menial tasks, so I didn't really understand the industry in the way that I do today. And back then, though, I would look and go, I, I don't understand how those guys get that. And, then, and obviously, some of them did, and they were very successful, and then some of them didn't, and they didn't understand what I'm about to tell you. And that was that the guys that were successful understood that the songs weren't for them, understood that the station wasn't for them, understood that the marketing and the prizes and all of those things were not for them. They were for the person that they were trying to reach, for the customer they were trying to connect to. So when a 45 or 55-year-old man is organizing a purse party, well, he's doing that because he understands the end result is not that he cares about purses, but it's that the customer cares about the purses. I, I equate it to when you go on a first date and you bring flowers. You don't bring flowers for yourself. You bring flowers for the date because whatever 
whatever the reasoning behind that that flower is you're trying to show that you are thinking about that person as opposed to thinking about yourself and our content needs to reflect that it needs to reflect this relational nature in which the social web is making all of us act in And, and likely we all should have been acting in it for a long 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 time this should have been much more about a relationship and maybe some of the brands that have gone the way of the the dodo bird if you will would have been around a lot longer if they had been creating relationships as of as opposed to uh, counting um, convergence or counting conversions or counting the number of widgets that they sold that month as, as opposed to trying to foster a relationship to sell more widgets to a person that could buy more widgets or figuring out ways to understand, let's say, uh, we'll use auto for instance, uh, understand ways and maybe the technology didn't exist back then. We all know that it did, some of it didn't exist back then, but understanding ways that you could start a relationship with somebody that they would continue to return again and again and again when they needed a new car as opposed to selling that one car. Um, I was talking about Starbucks yesterday, and I'll, I'll use them as another example. When we talk about the Starbucks experience, you understand that that they created that experience because the idea was not to sell coffee. Because if if the idea was to sell a cup of coffee, every person would buy a cup of coffee and then they, they would never come back. The idea was to create a relationship between the brand, the coffee, the experience, and the customer so they come back again and again and again and again because they want to be a part of that experience. And so when we're crafting content, we need to craft content understanding that, yeah, it needs to be on brand, and yeah, it has to have an end result, and that end result is drawing people either to your website, to your Facebook page, to your Instagram, to your LinkedIn, to wherever you're putting it. Understand that there's an end result there, but also that... Uh, that was terrible grammar, by the way. Uh, but that the content needs to be directed towards what they find useful. If it doesn't save them time, if it doesn't save them money, if it isn't useful to them, that content is going to fall on deaf ears and is a waste of your time. So we need to create content strategies whether we're making the content or curating the content, both of them need to aim in the direction that the content has to be for the customer. The customer has to find value in connecting with your brand and understanding that your brand understands their needs and answers those needs so that when they have a question the next time, they're coming to you. And when they have a question the time after that, they're coming back to you. And when they're coming back to you for another question, they're doing it over and over and over and over again. And then eventually something's going to break or they're going to have an actual need that they can't answer and they're going to pay you to do something, right? That's the conversion. We're living in the engagement silo. We're engaging over and over and over and over and over again. And then eventually there's a conversion. But even when the conversion happens, the interaction between you and the customer doesn't end because now we're turning them into an advocate, right? You see people running around with Starbucks glasses with their names on it. That's creating advocacy. That's creating a a, a thing where in a Pavlovian response, you see a Starbucks cup, you see somebody's name on it, and then you want to go do that. They, they have done the advertising for you. They are carrying the cup. They're becoming an advocate for Starbucks so that they sell more Starbucks. And I promise I won't spend much more time in the month of October talking about Starbucks, but in the last two days, it just kind of worked out. They're creating advocacy and then starting the cycle all over again. Traditionally, I know marketers use, um, a marketing funnel and, and a marketing funnel, even in the sales world, I, I know makes some sense. My, my thing about the marketing funnel though, is that it's got a point at the end and that point at the end to me signifies an end where if you look at it instead, 
on the the horizontal axis instead of the axis instead of the vertical axis so instead of going up and down we're going left to right so it goes from brand awareness all the way to advocacy and when they become an advocate they're sending other people into the awareness part of the funnel and sending them across to start all over again so it becomes a cycle it essentially mirrors what uh shannon weaver invented in the 1940s which was the model for human communication and that model mirrors of course uh, a telephone because they worked for AT&T or Ma Bell at that point. Uh, so it models a telephone. There is a uh, sender on one end, a receiver on the other, and a message in the middle. Well, that's essentially marketing, right? There's a company on one end, there's a customer on the other, and there's a piece of content that we're sending them. And then when they're done receiving that message, they have a feedback loop to us. And in this case, they're telling their friends about us or sharing their content with their friends and then sending their friends back through the same funnel, through the same model of human communication. And so when you're creating your piece of content and when you're deciding this weekend on holiday weekends like Halloween, when people will be wanting to be on Instagram a lot, posting uh, photos of their family in their costumes, you should probably be there and your content should be focused at them. What is that content? Well, that's really up to you, but it needs to be focused at them and understand that they're going to be doing a fair amount of Instagramming this weekend and a fair amount of time on Facebook and probably some time on Twitter. So there's, these are three places that you could jump in this weekend and make some noise as people are changing their habits a little bit as they're doing trick-or-treating. They're going to Halloween parties. They want to get their photos of their, con- their costumes excuse me, up on the web and they want to see your content if you're talking about what they're talking about. The content has to be about them. It has to be for them. It has to be directed towards them. It's about them. It's not about us. Have a great day. Tomorrow at Herman Miller. Can't wait to talk to you after that. It's the Everything is Marketing podcast.